about this kind of snacks in the city. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Snacks is back. Hey. hey. I wish that I had like, you know, those stupid little horns for what? New Year's. Oh, yeah. Like a little party horn. Uh, a that little... would have been funny. Yeah. Um, if you hear someone breathing loud or licking their fucking chops, it's because I'm with a dog. Mm. I'm babysitting, obviously. That's just what I do these days. Always working. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't really love that journey, but it's we nice. respect the hustle. We do. Um, so how the AGW double hockey sticks are you? Um, I'm okay. Not good, not bad, not great. Just, I feel like it's that weird time of year, you know, like in between things. It's just like, you're kind of just floating through and like everything at work is annoying. And like, I just, it's like I'm bored, but I'm also like so busy and like I want to do all the things, but I also just like want to sleep. Like, you know, yeah. I'm just like existing right now. <laughs> well, if you ask me my feelings within five minutes, every five minutes, it's different, you know? Yeah. Well, we're going to have fun tomorrow. I know. I unfortunately do have to wear um a garbage bag or maybe I might spruce things up and like surprise everyone with a really fabulous sweatsuit of some sort and then I will probably just like, you know, um take it back to quarantine days and like whip out a face mask, but um, you know, across my whole entire face, not just my Oh my god, Ruby, are you crazy? She knocked my iPad over. Control your limbs. She's jealous of you. She is. Um, Well, we can bedazzle our jumpsuits together. Okay, I love that. I love a good sparkle. Um, No, but I genuinely have no idea what I'm going to wear. Me either. I have like Um, things that I like, but not like a full outfit. I also just like, like you know, um, hate my body. So I just like don't shop because I hate trying clothes on and like having to look at what they look like on me. So like, I haven't bought anything new to wear in seventy five years. Um, so that'll be interesting to try to navigate because um, I have no interest in trying clothes on or buying something new. So we're just gonna like make it work. I. But we're going to, I'm going in my mind. <laughs> I have no idea if I'm going to be able to pull it off. But I think I'm going to go for just like a very classic laid back kind of vibe. And then people will be like, oh, she's cool. You know, when really I'm not, I am as basic as they come. And it breaks my heart that this will be the, what, third year in a row that I don't have something cool and sparkly to wear. Like, the queen of whipping out a sparkly skirt or something yeah i do have a dress but i also just like i don't know the vibe you know oh yeah but and like i don't i don't know because this bar it's not like it's like i mean i don't know what it'll be like on new year's eve 
I know, and I hate their social media. Yeah, it's it's definitely like a brunch vibey place, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's free, so it'll be fun. <laughs> That's the most important piece, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I. It is the one year anniversary, though, of like the cutest thing a boy ever did ever and it'll never happen again and so I'm just gonna pretend I'm not sad about it it's gonna be fine we don't know who's gonna be there you could meet somebody um do you actually want to know something so crazy yeah I am certain that was only in my whole life the second time I've ever gotten a kiss on New Year's oh I think I've only ever gotten one twice that makes me feel better. Yeah. I just like don't really get my hopes up for that though. Like I um No, that's why we're just going with friends and it'll be fun. No pressure, just fun. No pressure. Um, I do have a hair appointment tomorrow though, so like at least I will have a fresh blowout and like, you know, we've got that going. Good. We're going to have a great time. Yeah. So, how are you, Maddie? I haven't mm-hmm. seen you in 65 years. It's been so long. I don't even know the last time I saw you. Um, I'm good. I have been sleeping so fucking terribly, and I cannot wait yeah. to go to bed tonight and, like, live without an alarm for a bit. That's going to be so nice. I've also been sleeping terribly, and honestly, I really do have bad news for you. I don't really expect that to change for you anytime soon because Mercury did just go back into retrograde. Um, And so that's probably a little bit of what's going on. You know, the moon and the stars are out there whispering and stirring trouble about. So your feelings are going to be off. That's fucking stupid. Energy is going to be off. Yeah. Oh, I met my cousin's girlfriend and she said, she like read my charts and she said there's a hidden husband that I'm going to meet this year and it's hidden because I'm going to have to work for it, which is annoying, but Hey, I'm getting married. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can't wait to help you take a dress. I know. Like it's going to be so fun. Speaking of, Oh no. Well, we got to do the top three first. Um, Okay, yeah, so the top three, um, I'm going to start with this one, and then I'm going to, we're going to start kind of, okay, I got it, we're going to, I feel like these stories are kind of like heavier, but like not super serious, but like good, so there's your disclaimer, Um, so we're going to start with this one. Um, Politico did an article and the article is called 2022 is the year we all finally got tired of narcissists, which is true. I feel like people learned the real definition of like what a narcissist is, what, um, you know, narcissistic behavior and abuse looks like, Yeah, which was like a fun little social awakening because it, you know, growth is always good. However, the the article cover 
photo is um, a few notable narcissists, according to the person who wrote this article. And I personally have an issue with it because they included Meghan Markle. Hmm. Her photo is very large and directly in the center, which I feel like unless like being a narcissist is like an actual like mental disease. And so like, I mean, someone can very loosely call you a narcissist. Like I've been called a narcissist a thousand times because I have this really crazy talent of like you could tell me a story about a turtle and I will absolutely unintentionally find a way to tell you something about myself (laughs) so like I've been called a narcissist before but like I feel like that's very surface level like to be an actual narcissist like that's a it's like a personality disorder and so like a doctor has to tell you you are such a thing um you know to be diagnosed So I feel like this one is crazy to me because you can argue on a surface level or not if you think Meghan Markle is a narcissistic person. That's neither here nor there. I'm really bothered by the company they decided to include her in in this cover photo. So let me tell you some of the other people that are in this picture. So right in the center, you've got Meghan Markle, and she is surrounded by... Elon Musk, Donald Trump, Kanye West, Elizabeth Holmes, and Sam Bankman-Fried. Oh, my God. (laughs) One of these things is very much not like literally any of the other. Like, are you joking? That is so rude. I also think it's double rude when this woman and her husband have been doing nothing but talking about how the press made her suicidal. What person would see all that, even if you think it's too much, right? Like you think she's doing it too much. They're talking about it too many places. It's like so dramatic. Like you can argue that it's a lot and like you don't want to hear it anymore. But like in this context, to include her amongst literal criminals. Yeah. It's crazy. Like. Yeah. Crazy. It's really. I didn't read the entire article because I honestly just like got frustrated and like literally Sam Bankman Freed is like a cryptocurrency bro who is like more than likely gonna go to jail. Like he's committed actual financial crimes. Elizabeth Holmes is gonna go to jail because she committed actual fraud and financial crimes and like lied about people's, you know, medical histories and things. Like she lied she (laughs) committed a crime um donald trump is currently being investigated for several alleged crimes like you know like do we see the trend here like Meghan markle we just like don't like what she's saying in the press fine but like to lump her in this is insane like insane insane that is so crazy so i didn't finish the article because they're talking about Harry and Meghan and like how they just like they do an interview with Oprah now they're doing a show they did a special and it's like a lot of people do that and it's like right but then write an article about how that's like how celebrities make money like complain about celebrities talking about themselves on tv and making money from it right that's a separate topic then because they get into all the other people and it's like 
Kanye West and his constant need for attention and like doing crazy things. And it's like, yeah, but like now we're really roasting Megan for like wanting the press to be better, but we're going to downplay Kanye West and say it's just like a craving for attention as if he hasn't been very publicly emotionally abusing his wife and like overnight turned into like a crazy bigot. Yeah. Like, you can't you can't equate the two, but um, that's the story. And I just want to very publicly say, um, Team Megan. Everyone else can just shut up about it. <laughs> like, if you don't like her, don't follow her on social media. No. I don't even think she has social media. Back, like, just hear me out here, folks. We all have smartphones, and you're probably reading it there. Just scroll. Like, if you see her face and it's going to make you mad, just scroll past Yeah. Similar to what I do when I see Andrew Tate or I hear anyone mention his name, which brings me to story number two that just filled me with absolute joy yesterday. I mean, just giddy. Okay? I was thrilled. If you don't know, it's like a former... I don't know, MMA fighter or something. I honestly could not tell you his actual whatever. But I'm pretty sure his first rise to fame was fighting of some sort. He was like a champion world fighter. Then he retired and his new claim to fame was being very controversial, very misogynistic. Um, and it, I think he figured out that he could get other loser incel men to eat up what he is spewing and so he monetized it and it just like blew up and honestly oh the stuff he says I just don't even want to give him any attention in that way but the stuff he says is disgusting the way that he talks about women and how they are basically less than and only really meant to be property to men is sickening oh, yeah. and it's honestly frightening how popular he is on the internet like it's crazy the stuff he says is like the kind of thing you hear as a woman and your stomach just like drops jeez um and I was explaining it to someone at work like I was talking to a coworker, and she didn't really know who he was and she was like not understanding why I don't want to repeat the things that he says and I was like it's because it's the stuff that like, if you were in a bar and somebody was saying this or, like, you overheard somebody saying it and, like, if I were in the same physical space as him, he's not actually saying, you know, a threat. Like, Brie, if you don't listen to me, I'm going to beat you up, right? Like, he's not saying that. Right. But his words are threats. And he always kind of distances himself from that. He's like, no, I'm not saying anything crazy. I'm not saying anything bad. I'm not saying women are property. I'm just saying this. And then he basically says all the crazy things he just said he's not saying. And what's scary about him is the following he has, the influence he has on, like, these young men and boys that are just eating up everything he has to say. And that's what's scary. Because maybe Andrew himself, like, maybe he won't physically harm you. Maybe he won't you know, sexually assault you or whatever else. But these people listening to him, you have no idea. It's right. the internet. Anybody could be listening to this. Anybody could be taking notes. 
I mean, they're paying for this. He has this thing. He, he like, you pay, and then he teaches you how to be a top G. Like, it's so fucking lame. Is he on the narcissist list? Right. Okay, so we can bash Megan, but not this man who is literally a criminal. But, okay. So, it's, that's what's scary, is he's teaching... Maybe. No, he's not. He's oh. teaching a new generation, right? Like, these young boys are watching, and they're thinking, this is a real man, because he's... a champion fighter and he's got a really cool body and he's so rich and he's always talking about his Bugatti and all 35 cars he owns like they see these things and they are like oh I want to be a man I want to be cool I want to be rich get yeah, all the girls I'm going to behave like this and that's terrifying but then there's also men our age and older who just have never gotten attention from women and they have this man saying if you do this this is how you get girls and it's just teaching you to manipulate and lie and abuse and try to use your money and status over someone to make them feel like they have to hang out with you. Does he have a girl? Um, So that's the thing that brings us to all the fun tea that happened yesterday. So he does. He has quite a few girlfriends, actually, and he's always talking about it. And that's why these men think that he is God. Um, But the fun fact about it is there was a lot of chatter about him and his brother. They lived in the UK and then just like randomly moved to Romania and all of their everything they live in this crazy huge villa and it's like so over the top and everyone was like why'd you move to Romania of all places and Andrew himself said well part of the reason I moved here was because of the Me Too movement and how dangerous it is for men and so I don't want to live in a country that's very western and has this like believe all women mentality because it's not safe for men which is a very sketchy thing. Yeah. Say. Like, if you're not harming women, if you're not sexually assaulting women, why would that be a concern? Why would you be scared? So he says this whole crazy video about how, like, if you live in the U.S. or Germany or the U.K., you know, somewhere that's very Western politics, um, if a woman tells you that, you know, that she goes to the place and says, this man raped me, and he explains a very certain scenario, and he says, in those countries, you're guilty. You're screwed. There's nothing you can do. It is that woman's word against yours. And no matter what you say, you're in trouble. In Romania, that's just like not how it works. Like unless there's something, there is no, oh, I slept with him, you know, 10 years ago and I felt forced and I feel brave now. So I would like to file rape charges against him. They're going to tell you, well, you should have said something then. Why'd you go home with him? Tell me that how it happened. Oh no, that doesn't count. And so, like, he wants oh this. Person. He's like, I would not. Ne- he's to quote him. He said, "I would never rape anyone, but I do like the idea of living somewhere where I'm free and I can do whatever I want." What? Oh my, that's sick. Okay, so then another scenario happens. There's a, another piece to this story. There are two women who are taken from his home because they're, you know, saying that they are being held against their will. And I'm pretty sure one of them was from the U.S. and one of them was from a different country. But they're at this home in Romania because him and his brother are scamming women. They are basically like love bombing these girls that they find on the internet or, you know, at a bar or wherever and like convincing them, you know, we're dating, we're in love, I love you. Let me fly you out to Romania. And when you get to Romania, they run a webcam studio, which is how they're so rich. And so he's selling everyone a lie. He brags about it on his website that 
He's had over 75 girlfriends and he's gotten them all to make him money through these webcam studios he owns. And he goes, and the best part about it is I'm so good at convincing them to do it. None of these women were doing sex work. None of them were in the pornography field, but I got them to do it. And we are making so much money as if that's a prize. Okay. So this woman, you know, she flies out, she leaves the U S to go be with this man. She's like, wow, it's going to be so cool. And when she gets there, um, he doesn't put her in the house. He puts her in this little webcam studio where each girl has a room and it's basically just a little box with a bed and a camera and a plethora of sex toys. And you are supposed to just webcam all the time and make money and they take your passport from you. So you can't. And so they were arrested for, um, you know, human trafficking because you know if you hold someone against their will away from their home that's sex trafficking and so I don't know how but it ended up like not being a full like they got released and so then he goes even more viral because everyone's like see he's innocent everything he's saying is right and he starts leaning into politics and he's like you see it's the liberal mob it's the matrix they're all out to get me so he's been on the run, basically. The government has been looking for him, but he's always traveling. They can never quite pinpoint. He's very strategic. He got banned from Twitter. He got banned from Instagram. And I'm pretty sure he is now also banned from TikTok. And so it was just very hard to place him. That brings us to Elon Musk. He Uh-oh. gave him his Twitter privileges back. Oh, and God. he is just eating it up. He's like, see, I'm back. This is such a win for free speech. And that brings us to yesterday. Greta Thunberg, the little climate activist girl, she is just living her happy life. She didn't even say anything to Andrew Tate. He started this fight. And he tweets her this, like, stupid thing that's like, hey, Greta, I saw your speech, and I just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that I have 33 cars, and none of them are like electric they all have they're they're, they run on gas and diesel and the emissions are high and like basically saying he doesn't care about global warming which is just like a weird fight to pick like you are a 30 something year old man what in your day made you think you know who i'm gonna bug today a teenager who cares about the earth like you're a weirdo so she he says Please reach out to me so I can enlighten you on my full fleet. These 30 aren't even all the cars I have. And Greta responded and said, absolutely, enlighten me. Please email me directly at smalldickenergy at getalive.com. Which honestly was hilarious. Hilarious. It was so disturbing to Andrew Tate that he decided he needed to make a two-minute long video responding back to her and it wasn't funny it wasn't clever it was not this big zing it was literally lame and then he proceeds to in the comments you know it's kind of the replies of this video make these very gross like sexual jokes about Greta who is again a teenager but you know he's a sex trafficker who tricks women into doing sex work so I don't really think that he sees why that's wrong but in the video he has someone in his house hand him a pizza box which helped the Romanian government confirm that he was in the country and him and his brother were arrested that night. Yes. We love So now they're back in jail 
And everyone thought that they were going to get out today. And the Romanian government said, absolutely not. We filed a petition to keep them in here while we finish our investigation for the next 30 days. I hope they get 30. I hope they get the rest of their life in there because they are just sick people and literally make me scared of like what the next generation of men will think men are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. But shout out my girl, Greta. I actually tweeted, everybody say thank you, Greta. So thank you, Greta. And like, maybe let this be a lesson to any like stupid man out there. Like maybe, maybe just like take a deep breath before you feel the need to like try to shame a woman for telling you you're stupid. (laughs) Because like now you're in jail. So just let that be, you know, maybe a red herring. And speaking of stupid men in jail, Tory Lanez, very small rapper, very small. Oh, the Meg the Stallion. He was found guilty on all charges. And I've been listening to a lot of Meg the Stallion because she deserves all the love, all the support because she never lied. And she was never on trial. She never pressed charges against him. The state pressed charges against him and he decided to be you know a dirty sneaky liar and now he's busted and he is in jail and that's where you deserve to be when like a woman hurts your feelings and you decide the best reaction is to shoot a gun at her five times five five times and i hope all the people who were like behind him feel really dumb now yeah, watching the conversations on the internet has been very, very um, hilarious um, because these people are, some of them are still really much, like very much trying to, you know, defend Tory. But now that the trial is over, any evidence that we as the public could not hear, it's all released. And so people who have access to it, because it's just public information now, all day today, well, even yesterday, all day, there's just all these little videos and clips coming out. And it's like cl- very clear that Tori is aware that he did this. He, there's, you know, audio of, you know, when you're in jail, your phone calls are recorded right. for everyone's safety. So there's a full on recording of he's in jail and he calls the girl, Kelsey, that was with them in the car when this all happened. And he's asking, how's Meg? Is she out of the hospital? Did you guys get home? Okay, I'm so sorry. She will probably never talk to me again. But I really don't know what got into me. I was just so drunk. I would never do that to her. Please tell her I'm so sorry. What are you apologizing for if you didn't do it? Right. And right. Kelsey got on the stand every day and said she didn't remember. She didn't remember. I have oh postpartum depression. God. I don't remember. There is a like 80 minute long video of her giving a very detailed, very lucid account of what happened. And she's very clearly saying, no, Tori took the gun and he reached over and he was shooting at her and it was on purpose. He was aiming at her. It wasn't like he was shooting to scare her. I mean, it is detailed for over an hour. Okay. There's footage of Megan bleeding and running away. There's audio of people's ring doorbells caught the commotion, the gunshots. There's audio of people calling the cops to say, hey, there's something crazy going on near my house. So, you know, it's interesting to see them try to twist that all into he didn't do it because he has a couple good songs. It's just like, 
guys. Let it go. I had never even heard of him until he shot Meg the Stallion. And now, hopefully, we just never have to hear of him again. Again. <laughs> yeah. So, that's it. That's the three. And I feel like those are heavy stories. But I just hope that the overall message is, like, let's not be terrible people. And, like, let's maybe be better to women and like, 2023, you know? Like, let's let that be the vibe of the new year. I agree. And speaking of New Year, <laughs> I think this is always going to be like our staple, like end of the year episode when we look back on what we wanted for the last year and what we want going into this year, mm-hmm. our intentions for the year. And I went to go listen to our last year one and I accidentally listened to the one from two years ago when we were oh, in wow. the scene. Oh my God, we were not okay. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. I don't even remember and I need to listen. It's funny, but like, oof, we've grown up. Those were dark times. They were dark, dark times. Um, (laughs) And I had Oh my God, I can only imagine. Oh my God, yeah, I remember. (laughs) Oh my God, what? I have a hairball. Um, a hairball. Um, no, those seriously were like literally such dark times. Um, and I was just talking with some other friends about like the pandemic and quarantine and like the passage of time. And I think that's actually what brought it up. Because I was talking about the Christmas cries episode, and I was saying how you brought up. Christmas always makes you think of like the passage of time and it makes you upset because it's like, wow, so much time has passed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I just never had that thought before. And I'm not going to lie. That started some sort of weird crisis in me of like, Dude, sorry, <laughs> thinking about like, not even in terms of just like this year, just like my life. Like, I don't think of things like that. So like, the passage of time, I was like, what's the last time I really just like, thought about my life? and how much time you know and it really started this strange I wasn't like upset but it just started a strange rabbit hole for me and me and some of the girls were talking about how we had like gone out and got really drunk and we were like out really late dancing and we were like are we too old to be doing this like and I was like no I will never subscribe to that I don't care if I'm 50 if I want to like go out and have a drink and listen to some cool music and like dance around I'm going to do that and I don't am um obviously like the venue might change like I don't know that you know it'll even be around but like when I'm 50 am I gonna want to go to bandit probably not but like that doesn't mean I can't do something like right, I will right. never subscribe to that. Like, because you're growing up, you have to be boring. Like, no, but I, we were like, well, someone said like, if you think about it, like we still just like have it in us out and do the fun things. And like, most of us are still single and it's like, how else will you mingle and like meet people and do, you know, like, Right. It's just like part of the agenda, right? Like you do all these different things to be social and like meet people and like going out to bars is just like one of them. Um, And my friend said, you know, like, but you have to think about it. Like, really, we're all 28, 29 now, but we lost a few years. Like maybe if quarantine and stuff didn't happen, like maybe by now we would be doing something else or we would be into, you know, slot out this activity for a different one. But like, 
we lost wow. a couple years. I didn't. And I was like, that. I was like, you're so right though, because that time period does not feel like it was that long, but like it was like years, years, and it's just like that's insane. The passage of time has been insane, and so I think like giving ourselves some grace feels better now because it's like yeah like when you lose a full two years like you're stuck in your house um naturally once you get out and get back into a routine like you have to get back to normal you have to figure out what you do and like life is just so as much as it's back to normal it's so different so like I really can't wait to listen to that episode because yikes you're gonna feel really good about yourself I did. Well, I mean, I was like, wow, I can't believe I was saying those things. And I can't believe I was saying those things. <laughs> well, I can only imagine I did my like check in with my like accountability coach. And we had a good talk about I was looking through my Instagram archive, because I learned how to do that. Like you can watch all your old stories. And really, it started out as a toxic activity. I was like, trying to motivate myself because I wasn't feeling like I wanted to work out that day. And so I was like, okay, maybe if you look at old pictures of you being like fun and skinny, that will motivate you to like work out because like you can get back to that version of yourself. And that is terrible to do. Don't do that to yourself. We will not be participating in that activity any more times. But going through my archive with this idea of I just had this conversation about the pandemic and quarantine and like the passage of time and like all these things. There is a very stark change that I, in real time, did not realize. Like, just living life, I did not realize. If you watch my Instagram stories from before quarantine happens, there's such a different vibe than when quarantine hits. Like, when you're saying we were in dark times, like, I feel like in the moment, I didn't feel like it was that bad. But, like, oh, my God. In my stories, I was like, girl, are you okay? (laughs) Because my stories were so fun. I mean, I was really living life and really happy to post and tell everybody all about it. And then quarantine hit and it was like, ha ha ha, this is so funny. I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe we go outside. Like, and everyone's like, no, you have to go back inside. Like, you know, Um, and I'm just like noticing in the post, they're getting like as quarantine just like keeps getting extended the posts are getting less frequent but they're like sadder the humor is darker the alcohol consumption is way up there the weight is packing itself into my cheeks like a friggin chipmunk getting ready for winter it's like insane like you can just see the progress of like depression and bad habits it's nuts yeah it is crazy because you really don't think about because when it was happening it was like well this is just temporary and like I'm having fun while it's happening but then yeah looking back you're like that was so terrible yeah like I can't wait to listen to the episode because it just like if it's anything like my Instagram stories it's like like my coach was asking me like where do you think all this anxiety and like fear about food and working out came from was the conversation and I was like well I kind of like always had it but like I don't know it's never been this bad before and then I was watching the stories and I was like well this is it 
it's quarantine and sitting in my house and doing nothing but saying mean things about myself all day. And like, instead of being like all the other girls who were like, oh, I'm going to still be active and go on walks all the time. I was like, why would I literally do anything when like we can't go outside? Like, what is the point? Yeah. You know, like I just let myself get into a rut of like, why would I bother to work out? Because my care for like my diet and my body it was not coming from a place of like you deserve to be happy and healthy and like like the way you look it was like well you have to work out because you're going to xyz and so and so is going to see you Mm -hmm. or you have to eat healthy because your friend is getting engaged and you're going to be in a bikini for three days at her bachelorette party you know like my mindset was never like you should take care of your body because you should take care of your body my mindset was you should take care of your body so you look good for all the people who want to look at your body. Mm. Which really is a full circle moment because in our last year's video, well, it wasn't a video, last year's episode, I there I wrote it all down because I'm shocked that I would say that in a recording. I'm like, I would say this to you while we're just like hanging out. But the fact that I said these very negative things about myself and made it a goal for everyone to hear is wild wild are you gonna tell us oh do you want to hear my my terrible quote sure i'll read it to you so in last year's episode i said my life was so much more fun and easy when my self-esteem was just a little bit lower and i was a lot more toxic healing is boring and then i also said that i was skinnier pretty okay so i was just like getting my goal from a very negative place of like if you want people to pay attention to you and value you you have to look like this Mm. kind of vibes whereas like now I'm approaching it from I don't even speak to men at all and like we couldn't leave our house or anything and it's like I think being put in that time out that the pandemic put us in really made me go through a thing and it got so dark because it's like if your self self worth is coming from other people, like I was just coasting by on other people's validation. But like, if you can't go outside and nobody can tell you, oh my God, you look so beautiful and skinny and I love you and you're stuck with yourself, then, you know, I got really stuck in the pit of like, wow, mm. you aren't that cool. And then I just let it get less and less cool. But now I'm fixing it from like a healthy standpoint and like that is really nice but like that's crazy that in the last episode I literally said I want to go back to having lower self-esteem and like being toxic um without like explicitly saying that's what I wanted yeah okay up every episode Siri like life is not she doesn't believe those things about you because she knows (laughs) you're cool and fun to Mm-hmm. beautiful so thank you so what were some of your goals slash intentions last year let's, um, let's unpack yours well your first one that you said last year was you wanted to be more intentional with everything across the board mm-hmm. um and I said that too and I think I I was I did a good job of it but I think I could have done better so I'll probably still try to work on that this year and my okay. other one, wanted to speak up for myself more across the board. 
Again, could use some work. Could use some work. <laughs> That's going to be another rollover one. But okay. I did better. I do think you did better. I did better. Um, um, I actually was listening to it earlier, and I was listening to you say all the things, and I was, like, hoping you were going to say, like, I did well, but I want to keep going with this one because I feel like you are doing so much better. But, like, even the other day, you texted me, and I was like, what's the issue? Like, who cares? What is the issue? You yeah. only think that that's a negative because you think somebody else is going to say that's negative. Yeah. Who cares? And I did do a good job of not putting myself in a position of inferiority. Yeah. I, You're getting so much better at that. And it makes me so happy. And, but the one that takes the cake that I really did good on, I felt my feelings. You really did. You were <laughs> and it was, a new person. It was hard, but I'm definitely less angry. Yeah. Doesn't it feel <laughs> not, good to not just that like, I was get like, it out? Not that I was angry, angry before, but I would, I would, I would lose, I would, it was, it was hard. And then a lot of cleanup on aisle sevens, mm-hmm. but I felt, I felt them and cried when it was appropriate and didn't yeah. cry when it wasn't appropriate. I really love that for you. Me too. Cause um, you know, we're on very opposite end of the spectrum when it comes to that and so you know I love well I'm not that's a little far I don't love <laughs> feelings but like I love feelings it's like, like don't take that too far don't run yeah. away with that but like I love feelings <laughs> I love feeling my feelings and then like making sure literally everyone around me knows what I'm feeling while I'm feeling them and so mm-hmm. it's really happy to have you join me there because the crazy looks when I'm like Maddie, tell me, let let me have it, fill it out. We're support, we're friends. Let's let's share it. And you're like, no. And then you look <laughs> at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, no, no. Okay. Now we're both crazy, right? Because then like I'm like dying for you to spill it, right? Like I'm like, put your guts on this table, cry. Let me see you make the <laughs> ugly face. Like I want you to cry. I'm like I'll get you a tissue for your snot. Like you really don't ever take it there, and also it's kind of rude that you are a pretty crier because I'm really not. But <laughs> thanks. I so I don't enjoy that piece, but I do enjoy that you're like feeling your feelings and then like talking about them with me because I think that you feel lighter. I do. I do. I also think with the thing of like not making yourself inferior to other people and like really stepping into like owning your own actions rather than like letting other people kind of steer them for you. I just think that this past year that was fun as your friend to see you kind of step into that. And it's like, you were definitely much less stressed. Well, thanks. It's all your fault. You're welcome. Um, all right. What about you? What were yours from last year? Okay, so mine from last year were to persevere more often and to live more intentionally. And I would say I crushed them. And I feel like these are things now that are just like life staples. Like I don't really need to list them as like goals or intentions. You I just think do them. that 
they're just right like pillars in my life now like yeah um like I was thinking about it because like you know you started this like weird swirl for me about like I've been spiraling a little bit about like the passage of time and like feeling the need to unpack that like what have I been doing with my time because like 29 is not old by any means but like I know this sounds silly but like this is the oldest I've ever been I've lived (laughs) and the youngest you'll ever be right and so I just like have been thinking about it like this is the oldest I've ever been how can I make this year of my life better like how can we always just keep it on a positive growth path you know right and so I think that just like as a human I have done so much like I went to therapy um and so I think like the perseverance thing became easier for me over this year because I was able to kind of unpack some of the things that I feel like make me such a scaredy cat like I always say I'm so scared of things and so fearful and like anxious about what ifs and like it keeps me from doing things and we kind of talked about this after my birthday because I was like I have I love to travel and go to new places and try new things but like I've always been so terrified of like a flight over four hours because what if I have anxiety and it was like as soon as I was able to do it and like go to Italy and have the best trip ever like now I'm like see you can do it like it's okay and I think this year has been the year of like just trying the thing and even if it's hard even if I cry even if it you know doesn't really go so well like just do it anyway and I watched a video that kind of changed my mindset on it um like my anxiety and all that kind of stuff and this man was explaining he's like a therapist explaining that your brain does not understand language your brain understands behavior and so if something makes you anxious and you hide from it your brain will interpret that as something to be it's like fear that thing is dangerous that thing is bad and then your brain will direct you with these scary anxious thoughts because you can tell yourself all day every day be calm, be peaceful, don't be anxious, don't have anxious thoughts, you're still going to have them. Like that saying, don't have anxiety does not make you not anxious. So when you show your brain, like something socially is making me nervous and you continue to go, you continue to show up, your brain will start to recognize the behavior, recognize the pattern and say, hey, this is not so bad. And you will over time get less and less anxiety about it. And I was like, wow, that is such a good point. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's always like somebody else says it in like a very simple way. And like these very big, complicated thoughts somehow become like, oh, duh. Like, why yeah. am I that? So I just have been having a much better time with it. And I think I did a really good job. And I, yeah, I'm just going to live my life that way. Um, and then my other goal was to, I did not. We did not succeed here, but we're going to carry this one over. We're going to carry the one straight over to 2023 and try again. Um, so my next one was be more balanced and specifically in the topic of eating, diet, working out, and then dating and attention from men. I was not balanced literally at all with any of those things. Everything I described in the last episode, I continued to do all year long until about five weeks ago when I started this challenge. <laughs> uh, because you know what? Sometimes but hey, you need a little help. Better late than so, never. Yeah. So we are 
hitting a buzzer beater here, but I was hoping to be, a, I was explaining, you know, I am either very rigid and like strict with the diet, like crazy working out, tracking my calories, weighing myself every single day and like getting obsessive um, or the complete opposite. I'm just like a sloth and I let myself eat and do whatever. Um, and I did that all year long until I was like, you know what? I just like hate hating myself. Like it's not my nature. Like if anybody has known me for more than five seconds, I'm obsessed with myself. I think that I'm so great. <laughs> um, it's truly a problem, but to feel the opposite is not fun. Like I really just hit a point of like, I hate that every time I get dressed, I cry. Like, I hate looking in the mirror and feeling this way about myself. So, like, let's just make a change. And, like, let's make it a good one. And so, the last five weeks, I've been doing my program. And it's really helping. And, like, mentally and physically, I'm down, like, 16 pounds since, like, my heaviest weight. Thanks. And so, I'm starting to like see the results and like feel better and like my coach is really helping me with my negative thoughts like reframing them into positive and so because I just like waited so long to like feel ready to do it um we're gonna take that into 2023 and like balance is one of my goals um to really work on very intentionally over the next year and just like see what it gets me um and then the dating and attention from men piece I was saying how I I was either posting six thirst traps a day and talking to like any boy who blinks at you or like nothing at all and we kept the streak alive by talking to nobody at all I did not talk to a single man I didn't have a single fling I didn't have a single hookup um honestly I don't even think I think I kissed one boy all year long um so yeah, I'm gonna try to figure that out. And it's partially not my fault. Like men don't speak to me or approach me, but like I don't know. Well, hopefully something will happen better. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know what I'm doing wrong. No, but... because they there's like it's too easy for men now. You know, like they can't they're they're too like they're all they could be like well i'll just go on instagram and find a hotter girl to look at you know yeah yeah but i mean i don't i'm not gonna stress about it because i feel like i don't know i just like don't care that much and so i just like mentally don't care to like try so hard to like date because I just like never really have um and honestly like peace of mind is kind of cool men just kind of like have a habit of making you crazy um I am really tired of pumping my own gas and paying for my own dinner <laughs> all the time I'm also really tired of being the only one to, like, you know, what? smack my ass and call me cute every now and then. I can so... do things for you. <laughs> <laughs> Jay. Oh, that was such a no, nice offer. No, we're on more dates this year. We said that last year. Did we? 
Well, I went on four. Four first dates, anyway. I did not. You went on one. Mm-hmm. I did. I went on one. Men are so stupid. Um, but that's, that's I also not- I'm part of the problem though I gotta I don't know I just like don't really know how to date I literally have just like not ever done it um it's like pretty privileged or something I'm kidding <laughs> oh my god <laughs> no but truly I just have always like I don't know I don't know how to say it without making myself sound like such an asshole and like I'm not like I, know, I just have never had to like try with boys, but I really just like haven't. I just have like, you've been able to, to meet like, people in the wild, yeah. And so I just have never really had to like have an active role in my dating life because usually I'm in some weird situation or a social setting of some sort, and then just like a boy pops up and bothers me, and then I'm like, oh, cool, um, I'll take that one. You know, yeah. and so I think that I need to just like have a better mindset about like. But the problem is, the places that we can go, that we can afford to go to regularly, are not the places we want to. <laughs> that you know, is like I can't be yeah. going to West Loop every Saturday, but You're that's so where ready. they are. A hundred percent. But it is not on my intentions to date more like I think it's just whatever if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen I'm not gonna say no but I'm not yeah going out of I my- feel like um I feel like that TikTok sound is how I feel about my dating life right now and I'm very I'm gonna let God fix it because if I do I'm gonna go to jail <laughs> yeah like I'm just gonna leave it up to the Lord above and like if he wants me be married he'll throw a big man in my lap and call it a big boy yeah yeah i want one of those my other intentions are i really let my own happiness not happiness but like i haven't taken a voice lesson in so long because i just can't ever go because of work and she like moved locations and i was like 25 minutes away which is annoying and like it's I don't have and she like doesn't have lessons on Fridays and that's my only free time and Friday mornings so I'm just gonna have to either leave work early but that's the sacrifice I'm gonna make because I was just singing in the car and I can't sing this one song as well as I could and that was so crazy yeah and I don't I want to stop trying to make people feel better. So like if someone was like, if I, someone was like, Oh, you want to get lunch this week? And I was like, Oh, I can't. No, no, no. That's not a good example. I just have a habit of like, if something happens and somebody feels a way about it, not by my doing at all mm-hmm. I will offer up something else for them that will not that will make it a burden for me oh yeah you gotta cut that out like overcompensate you know mm-hmm. because you can't pour from an empty bucket 
Exactly. If you're always filling everybody else's bucket and not taking time for you, not prioritizing what you need to do, then, you know. Yeah. Um, and I just you can take a tip from my book because I'm, you know, quite the selfish person. I love to make people feel better, but I also don't like to inconvenience myself. I love to like send a quick little Venmo, just a couple bucks, and say, "Sorry to hear you're having a tough day or whatever it is. Get yourself a tea on me," <laughs> because it shows I care. I want you to feel better, but like also I don't need to like go broke or break break my back or like you know. Right mess up my own personal schedule to like make you feel better yeah um and something that I actually just added to my list was I want to stop like talking about people not shit but just like I can't change the way people act so and me continuing to talk about that like talking about the things that like I can't change about these people is not mm-hmm. going to help the situation anyway. And it was really, I learned it by experience and I'm not going to divulge any information OTR on the record. I was going to, I'll tell you OTR. I'm not going to say it out loud right now. <laughs> Cause I Wait. have class. Oh, and that's another thing. I want to stop telling everybody fucking everything. But it's hard when you have a podcast and such funny things happen to you. (laughs) Dude, that is my everyday struggle. I always want to be like so sexy, so mysterious. And like my roommate is always telling me like it is okay to keep some pieces to yourself. It is okay to like not tell everyone everything. But like I was born with a wide open mouth and a lot of feelings and um, something that I don't have a word for. I was trying to describe it to my therapist and try to maybe get some language to describe what I'm feeling. Um, it feels like I'm going to burst sometimes. Yeah. Like if I have something to share, if something has upset me, if I disagree, I mean, everything in my head will be saying, shut up, girl. Just shut up. But it's like a physical discomfort. Like, if I, it's like, as soon as I have the thought to say it, I I can't, I can't keep it in. I just, like, I can't do it. Which, like, I really wish that I could. Because sometimes, I listen to episodes of Snacks, and I'm like, did you have to give that much detail? Because, like, (laughs) that was quite intimate of a story. Um, You know? Yeah. It's I watched hard. a TikTok that was like, um, this girl was talking about something to do with like an ex, and it had been years and years. And then she like went home for the holidays, and like he also was home for the holidays, and like ran into each other at like a grocery store or something. And she was like, it just like got me thinking about kind of like our past and like my role and things. And like she kind of had this epiphany of like. At the time, she saw it one way, but, like, seeing him again as an adult, like, they didn't talk or anything, but she's like, it just started me thinking, you know? And, like, I kind of revisited and was like, man, I really didn't understand what he was saying, blah, blah, blah. So, naturally, because I'm such a copycat, um, I was like, you know, that was in my mind, but I was actually doing a TikTok. Um, 
like texts that have your name in it that like just make sense and kind of like oh yeah show you that. like a like you as a person um and so I typed my name into the search bar in my text to find like things to screenshot to make this TikTok and while I was in there I found texts from when I was fighting with my former favorite ex-boyfriend and because I had just watched that TikTok where this girl was talking to her ex-boyfriend I was like first just like over committed to the bit I was like I bet you there's something so good in here like he probably said something so unhinged and like mean to me so like I could get a screenshot and it'll be funny it wasn't funny I reread the whole fight because I'm a psycho and I was like first of all oh my god he was being so mean to me but it's also like just talked about this in like one episode ago i don't ever delete text messages ever from boys but i mean it didn't hurt my feelings or like make me cry it just was like i haven't reread it since it happened and it was just like on one hand jarring like some of the stuff he was saying was like very harsh and like very hurtful but then i was thinking about like at that time i was just feeling the need to defend myself and like prove that I was not like this horrible person the way that he was framing it but then it's like because I I think we have that in common like I just feel the need to like commit to the bit and like tell the story and like if I'm gonna tell it I might as well tell it all and it's like right some of the stuff I decided to share about what like went on with me and him or like my feelings afterwards or any of the things like some of it was just like really did not need to be said and in the moment I was like okay I understand you're upset I'm gonna go through and kind of like try to edit some of it out like relax trying to calm him down kind of vibes I mean I was very apologetic all the things but really you could tell like now a couple years removed it's like my it was very self-preserving like I was trying to be apologetic but also like not make myself the bad guy and it's like sometimes when you talk too much even if the intent was not to be the bad guy like you are and so like I won't ever argue with him about me being the bad person in his story because rereading it the other day I was like yeah some of that really was crazy to say like in a recording for a bunch of strangers to hear which like granted nobody knows who I'm talking about but like still you know like to hear it when you know it's about you is like probably it's like that was messed up and like I think we've done a very good job though since then of like taming how we talk about people yeah like I have re-put that on my list of like not like talking less but like reframing how I talk about people because I always am like well it's the truth right yeah but it's like you can yeah. say it better. I totally agree. And I just like we could also um afford to be a little more vague. <laughs> Literally. Uh we would be like, okay, so this guy, his initials are this, he looks <laughs> like this, his dick is this big, his hair is this color. <laughs> he went to this <laughs> That's what we used to do. Literally. 
like no no not that guy this one and then give like a full body description. the one you think it is it's not it's this one (laughs) oh like i'm glad we have moved away from that but like you know you live and you learn though like if you've never you don't know what you don't know and like without people getting mad at us like how would we know because like we're just having the whole intent of the show is like man the conversations we have on our own are hilarious right like let's share them which is amazing because all of the good feedback we get from like everyone who listens at least the people who like dm me and are like oh my god i love snacks it's always like i love the episodes i always get like a glass of wine and kick my feet up one girl was telling me she always listens like when she has like bath night she'll do like skincare like deep skincare and like take a long bath and she'll play snacks because it feels like girls night it's like a common theme i always hear from people is like the episodes feel like girls night and so it's like i in my mind every time somebody said that to me i was like see you need to just keep sharing candidly exactly like you do when it's just you and maddie but it's like "Mm -mm, actually no you should with that same authenticity but like maybe a few less details maybe yeah i absolutely i mean who knows i have a weird feeling that every so often he might just like pop in and listen just to like see if I'm actually holding up my end of the bargain like our little deal we made at the end there when he was like threatening to sue me um we kind of just had like a okay this is like getting out of hand we're both being really dramatic let's kind of close it nicely talk and I said you know I will not mention him as often I was like I'm not gonna say I'll never talk about you because pretty big piece of my life and I'm sure I'll think of something to talk about but I'll say it nicely and respectfully and like obviously in a way that is very different than when I used to and it's like I would like to say it on record, just in case he ever hears that. That was really, really messed up to talk about your body that way. So that was my bad. And I'm not ever going to do that to another boy ever again. Are you going to do it to a girl? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't even know. We would never. Okay, that we went on a really long tangent about that. Yeah, that was crazy, but it is the truth, and I just think, you know, it is one of my goals is to reframe how I talk about people. Um, yeah. Because I was going to make it a goal to be a nice girl, um, and not that I'm not a nice girl, but I think I'm not, like, my idea of what a nice girl is, and so I felt like that was, like, a goal that was going to do a disservice to me. Um, like, I am not, I'm just not that nice i'm just yeah you don't have just don't be mean right i just need to like not be so i don't know the word but sometimes i just take it too far when i'm angry or like i just need to be less mean so i said i'm gonna reframe how i talk about people and my word of the year is elevate i want to just like elevate myself my work my just my life in general, my vibe okay. for twenty twenty three is elevate. Like I want to go into the thirtieth year of my life. Like I want to use twenty nine to just elevate literally every single position of my life. Like that is my focus. And then like as I turn thirty, I'm really hoping I go into it like Not my best version, but, like, my best version of myself so far. And then, like, I want 
30 to just be like amazing. Like I really want to reshape. People are always so afraid of turning 30 and like like a negative connotation. I'm setting the tone now. I want 30 to be like an icon year for me. Good. I don't have a word for my year. That's okay. I just came up with that today because I was trying to like make a list of like goals for the new year and I'm, I kind of think resolutions in general are just like lame I don't like doing them and I feel like I already kind of set the stage on my birthday I do a whole thing and like my lessons and all the things I was like what is there to do and that's where I came up with like a quick sweet summary is elevate then it's like I don't have to feel like I need to check off a box you know, like, I don't have to feel like, it's not this weird goal of like, lose weight, because that doesn't have any boundaries, it doesn't have any merit. It's like, lose weight, you lose and gain five pounds every single day, depending on how much you pay. So like, what is lose weight as a goal? Who cares? Like, you have to set like a something to go with that. And like, what's the time frame? Do you want to lose a certain amount of pounds in a certain amount of days? But like, to me, that's a stupid goal, because I could lose 16 pounds and then does that mean i'm get to be done because i lost weight do i check off the box and then i don't do anything else or do i elevate my health and wellness is what i wrote down i wrote down some categories i would like to elevate and it's like then that it's not that's not finite that's i want to make my whole being better i want to be healthier physically spiritually mentally all the things and so like that is just something i will always be able to say i'm working on because there's always a to get better. That's good. Yeah. And so I put um, things I want to elevate are my health and wellness, work, snacks in the city, adventure, and travel. Oh, and I also put transparency. Like what? Um, just like I want to always continue. I feel like I really am this way want to continue to always be very open and free and like I don't know if you notice it or if it's just like me being sensitive but I feel like so many people in real life and on social media are very like shamey of people sharing a lot or feeling excited about things or like posting a lot or any of the things you know like I feel like I'm starting to notice me about everything. You could literally say, I love apple pie. And then someone will yell at you for liking apple pie. Yeah. Like I'm just noticing this like really weird trend of like people being so critical. And I'm noticing like, I again, this like spiral of the time and the stories. So in, when I was in my archive, I was like, I used to just share freely. Like I can tell, like, I remember doing it. It was like, if I thought something was prettier, I would just like take a picture of it and post it in the story because I liked it. Like a picture of trees or something. Like I would be right. out for a walk. I was still nannying. It was literally just like a picture of leaves or like the trees and be like, oh, what a beautiful day. And like not caring. I don't, like I didn't care. Like if somebody likes my story or not, I'm like, I'm posting it because I like to watch it. I think it's right. cute. Um, and I just over the years have really lost some of that in the sense of like I notice I'm very aware of how other people are talking about and perceiving others around me and then I am like trying to 
protect myself from like someone maybe saying something what if somebody thinks my Instagram post is so crazy what if somebody is like judging me for posting selfies and it's like I feel like I used to just not ever care I'm still very open obviously I talk nonstop. I post nonstop, but it's all very curated and I just want to remember to be transparent like if I want to post a sad quote because I'm feeling sad about something then like it shouldn't matter if somebody somewhere is going to giggle at it. Like, ha, 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 Bree's sad. Like, okay, well, uh, someone else might see that quote and be like, wow, I was feeling that today too. I'm glad I read that. You know, mm-hmm. like, I just want to remember it's okay to just, like, be myself and be open, like, all the time. Yeah. That's good. I'm going to Like, everyone oh, has feelings. Like, I don't know why people make them embarrassing. Yeah, and I really, yeah, I think, I don't, I don't think I have a problem with that, but I think, I don't think you do either, but whatever, this, yeah. (laughs) Not necessarily that I have a problem, just, like, I wrote it on my little list here of, like, a reminder of I'm starting to notice that maybe I will get a problem about it, and, like, maybe I'll start tailoring what I'm going to say. Or, like, what I'm, how open I'll be about my feelings. And, like, I don't know. I just, like, I don't want to lose that in myself. And I feel like the door is open for me to lose it. So, just a re- as, as more of a reminder to, like, not do that. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, oh, it's so hard, though. Especially with, I've been thinking about getting rid of Instagram, but I obviously can't. Maddie, that's crazy. What? Not getting rid of it, but just, like, I don't know. I think I'm going to, like, start only scrolling for, like, snacks, you know? Like, not mindless scrolling, you know? No. But, I mean, if it makes you feel better, because I just, like, personally don't understand that. Like, my roommate, she deleted her Instagram, and she was, like, she literally won't even get into it. She was, like, it was better for my mental health to just not have it. Like, I don't want it. Nothing about it makes me happy. And, like, I know you in real life. And so, like, if you post something, you can absolutely just show me, and I'll tell you I like it in real life. I don't need to see it online because it's, like, am I missing out on something? Sure. But am I also missing out on all the things that make me sad? or anxious all day every day yes and I would like to keep it that way and so I don't get it like to me the FOMO the idea of not having an Instagram makes me feel uneasy but if it makes you feel better then like you should do that um I feel like I've been fixing who I'm following to like like my feed does not make me sad I'm not I don't follow people that make me feel bad about myself yeah like if I notice somebody's posts are doing that to me I'll like mute them if it's, like, somebody I know in real life, or I'll just unfollow them if it's, like, a blogger. Yeah. I should... Well, I don't know. It's just so hard. And also, it's all circumstantial and just depending on my mood that day. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but... Life is about balance. It is. And that... Oh, maybe that's going to be my word of the year. Balance. No, I don't have a balance problem. No, you don't have a balance problem. Um, I was trying to think of a word of the year for you, and it's just, like, not coming to me. I have a loose idea of, like, 
the sentiment I'm trying to pass along. And so I'll just like, it's TBD. I'll keep you updated if it comes to me. (laughs) Well, thank you. Which like you didn't ask for my help, but. (laughs) No, I love it. Um, Well, I hope everyone has a great new year and you can follow us on Instagram at. You did it wrong last time. At underscore snacks in the city. You can follow us on TikTok at Snacks in the City. You can follow us on YouTube, Snacks in the City, Snacks with an X. Our personal handles on Instagram are at Maddie Grissetto and at Brianna underscore Irene. Bree's TikTok is at Brianna underscore Irene. My TikTok is AngelPuppies19. <laughs> um, and with that, Snacks out.